This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, November 17th. Brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. Good morning, I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. LAL warns of $25 billion deficit. CARB finalizes climate plan. And USDA looks to speed new conservation funding. LAO to legislature. Tighten the purse strings immediately. The Legislative Analyst Office is warning lawmakers to take drastic measures to reduce spending amid a steep decline in revenues. While the LEO stops short of forecasting a recession, all the ingredients for one are lining up. If it does come to pass, state revenues could plummet by as much as $50 billion next year, leading to a $25 billion deficit. The chances for the Fed Reserve to tame inflation without inducing a recession are narrow. That according to an LEO report released yesterday, stubbornly high prices for food and other commodities show inflation will likely stick around. Home sales have dropped a third. Car sales hit their lowest mark in a decade and stock prices are down 20 percent. LAO labeled it a problem, but not yet a crisis. Rather than dipping into reserves right away, the legislature should rein in any budget money not yet distributed, the analysis suggests. Now, keep in mind, lawmakers approved a slew of agriculture funding for drought and climate-smart grants at the tail end of the session, months later than the actual budget. Some of that spending could be put on pause, delayed, or even redistributed. Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon, meanwhile, immediately pledged to protect all school funding grants. CARB Climate Plan. Organic is in. Pesticides are out. The Air Resources Board yesterday issued the final draft of its 2022 climate scoping plan, which charts a pathway to carbon neutrality by 2045. Governor Newsom touted the plan as, quote, the most ambitious set of climate goals of any jurisdiction in the world. Environmental and labor leaders applauded the efforts. The policy blueprint aims to slash greenhouse gas emissions by 85 percent while creating 4 million new jobs and saving $200 billion in health care costs due to pollution. Now, remember... Throughout the year, environmentalists pushed the board to regulate pesticides for greenhouse gas emissions, particularly fumigants. But the data did not support the argument. The plan instead tasked agency staff with researching the connection further. To that end, it does set a goal of converting 20% of farmland to organic. Also calls for expanding climate smart practices to 80,000 acres of additional land each year and expanding conservation easements by more than 5,000 acres a year. CARB reasons these actions would reduce pesticide and fertilizer use and improve public health and the environment. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak West after this. When you work with Robo AgriFinance, you get the global knowledge and financial strength of one of the world's largest and most innovative food and ag lenders, tools essential to realizing your aspirations. Discover how an unmatched network of local and sector experts can help you confront agriculture's challenges and seize the opportunities that lie ahead. Learn more and contact us at www.roboag.com. Creating value, connecting vision, Robo AgriFinance. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak West. 
Farmers and groups call for Senate action on workforce legislation. Farmers and members of the House called on the Senate yesterday to act swiftly on legislation addressing the farm labor crisis. It is now or never when it comes to passing an ag labor reform bill. The National Council of Farmer Cooperatives President and CEO Chuck Connor said at a Capitol Hill press conference organized by the American Business Immigration Coalition. Farmers and their co-ops face increasing difficulty in filling thousands of on-farm jobs across the country, Connor said. They know that if this effort fails over the next couple of months, it will likely be many, many years before the labor crisis is addressed. The House passed the Farm Workforce Modernization Act in March 21, but so far there has been no action in the Senate. The congressional lame duck session may have as few as two weeks of legislative days remaining this month and next. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. USDA looks to speed new conservation funding. The Department of Agriculture taking steps to accelerate some of the $18 billion in new conservation funding provided by the Inflation Reduction Act for climate-related farming practices. Robert Bonney, USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, says the department will be announcing a 30-day comment period on the funding within days. Bonney tells AgriPulse that USDA won't be writing a rule for allocating the funding, but it will instead provide directives to state offices to guide how the money is to be allocated. By the way, Bonnie was speaking on the sidelines of the Sustainable Agriculture Summit in Glendale, Arizona, where he told the audience the Biden administration is working to make sure its ag-related climate initiatives have longevity, no matter which party is in power. And the way to do that, in Bonnie's view, is to ensure that there is a broad industry support for the initiatives, and that includes USDA's $3.5 billion in climate-smart commodity projects. This is an opportunity for us to build a model for climate policy that is voluntary, incentive-based, and that pencils out for U.S. agriculture, Bonnie told the conference. We have to move quickly. That policy window won't be open forever. EPA releases plan to address pesticide impact on endangered species. The Environmental Protection Agency is proposing to protect endangered species from pesticides through a menu of mitigation measures designed to reduce runoff and spray drift. The agency released an update yesterday to its plan for addressing species protections early in the registration process and will hold a webinar today to discuss it. While the EPA intends for this set of the interim ecological mitigation measures to apply widely to many pesticides, EPA will consider the menu of options for any given pesticide depending on the level of risk that it poses to species and the exposure route, the agency said. Now, why it matters? Well, EPA has been under legal pressure to address its obligations to protect species listed under the Endangered Species Act, which have delayed the already long registration process. Milk producers want faster access to feed additives for greenhouse gas reduction. Dairy farmers want to do their part to fight climate change, but they need the help of the Food and Drug Administration. 
The FDA needs to use its authority to speed up the process of approving new animal feed additives that would reduce greenhouse gas emissions, the National Milk Producers Federation told the agency. One of the greatest opportunities that exists for U.S. dairy farmers is their ability to provide real solutions to many of today's biggest environmental challenges like greenhouse gas emissions. Jamie Jonker, the National Milk Producer Federation chief science officer, wrote in comments submitted to the FDA. Embracing new practices and technologies is key to making America's dairy farmers an environmental solution while providing wholesome and nutritious dairy products to U.S. and the world. The National Milk Producers Federation says that feed additives will play a key role in, quote, a promising path toward a net zero future for dairy. But the U.S. is falling behind competitors of the European Union and elsewhere because governments there are quicker with approvals. Well, here's today's She Said It. We are experiencing a confluence of crisis resulting in catastrophic economic impact to our local agriculture industry. That Calusa County Supervisor Darice Kafsbeek-Smith in calling for more state drought aid yesterday. The county also produced a 30-minute video documenting the toll. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, November 17th, brought to you by Robble AgriFinance. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Valley.